future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. I mean, it is perfect. It, it combines everything that I love. Wow. I think I'd be amazing at it. See, I don't know any of the concept yeah. of what you're talking about. Uh, the concept is awesomeness. I know that you seem pretty excited. Starring me. That's that's what it is. But a whole cast of other characters, because I think there's a part for you oh, in this, too. Oh, you have not even given a second thought to any other secondary characters. No, I have. I have. The secondary characters are very important in this oh, as well. Oh, the, are, are they like the backbone of the production? I can probably find something for you. I mean, I can probably work it in there once this actually gets made. It's, uh, which it, it I am telling you, this is a hit series. No. $100 million a season. Well, wow. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Lots to get to today. But first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, that is a right wonderful there at the top link. Of the page. I see that somebody in this studio is wearing... A set of shiny and new headphones. You mean right somebody who bought headphones for the first time in eight years? Why are you bragging about that? You could have bought them any time that you wanted. No, I'm just saying it's, uh, yes, I got shiny new headphones on right <laughs> yes. now. I'm pretty excited about like, um, what, So you held out buying a set of headphones. Congratulations. I, no, I thought you were going to try to shame me for my new headphones. <laughs> no. I am wearing new headphones, and I clicked through the Amazon link to get those. Yes, uh, they're very nice. Can you tell me a little bit about them? They're Sennheiser headphones. What does that mean? They're good ones. They're okay. pretty good. They're better than any headphones I've ever owned. Mm. But they were on a deep discount during <laughs> during oh. Prime. So that's why. They're better than my Sony MDRV6s? I don't know. They're probably around the same. Okay. Yeah. So we're equal. Well, we'll say that. We'll say we'll we're say equal. That. At least on paper. All right. So let's... Hey, at least mine look new. You, you look like such a noob with those. Yeah. No, like, look, look at my shiny new headphones. I've got shiny new headphones. Had, What's wrong with Mine have had some them? life. They're like peeling off. See, little, I knew you were trying to work. shame me. You mm-hmm. were trying to shame me because I have the new headphones. That's I knew there was No, you made fun there. of me for holding on to my old broken headphones for nostalgia. Well, yeah, that's true. And I did finally throw those away. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was weird. I will say I'm that like, was why kind am of strange. I, I was like that was a very hoardy tendency on my part. You have that tendency though. I do. Yeah. Yeah, if you have some kind of nostalgia. That's why I wait until I get uh, – I'm only in this specific mood probably once every, like, three months where I get into the mood where I'm just, like, you know, I'm ready to get rid of shit. And I'll just be like, fuck it, and milk, like, two piles, like, keep, get rid of, keep, donate, keep, donate, keep. Yeah. So I'm only in that mood. So when I know that I'm in that mood, I will set aside time to just do it because I know if it's not in that specific moment, uh-huh. then I'll just hold on to everything forever. Yeah, I got to get better about that myself. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I'm just, I am. I'm on. so nostalgic, and I think my, my parents are too. They're, they're starting to go through a bunch of their shit. Like, they keep trying to give it back to me. Uh-huh. And then I'm nostalgic for my own stuff. Did I tell you my mom tried to give me back my baby teeth? That's, why, why are your baby teeth still there? Is that something that people keep? Why would keep? yours not be? I don't know. I don't know. Well, they don't keep any more. Why would you want them? What would you do with them? Make a necklace I out of them? I don't know, but I don't you want to You should make a throw... necklace out of your baby teeth. That'd but be I, the I, weirdest, I'm... creepiest but thing you could do. I was kind of like, ups- not, not upset, but a little sad. I'm like, don't you want to hang on to my baby? And as I'm saying What do it, they need your baby teeth for? It sounds weird. I, they don't anymore, but they've had them for, you know, almost 39 years. So you're upset that they're getting rid of your baby teeth. And so I'm like, well, I'll hold on to them. And then so now I'm like, what do I do with my baby teeth? Give them out as prizes. <laughs> That's so creepy. It's so weird and creepy. That's, on the Rick Emerson show, do you remember years and years ago uh, when I had, like I still do, um, acrylic nails that I'd taken off? 
Oh, I don't even want to hear this story. Oh, no, somebody won a bag of my old acrylic. Oh, that's so gross. And they they showed up and they took them. Oh, that is really, that's too much. But I don't know, like I... Like what? Though, like what do I do with it? Do I just throw them away? Is that just it? That that's just the end of Sarah's baby teeth. I think that's it. Don't donate them they're to babies like a, who need teeth. I they're don't know. They're one of those old timey film canisters. Uh huh. Oh, extra creepy. It you know looks exactly. like no. So it looks like it's a serial killer's memento. Oh, it says like Sarah's teeth on it. Yeah. So somebody sees that, and they're not like going to think, "Oh, that's her teeth." That's going to be, "Oh, she killed someone named Sarah and kept the teeth and took all of her teeth." Yeah, that's what yeah. it looks like. That's like one of those. It's the black canister with like the gray lid. Oh my you god! You know those ones? Yeah. The, Is there like some the kind of yes? No, ones. I know what you're talking about. Is there some kind of prank you can do with these, or something along those lines? They can like reset them up or like put them in, inside of a doll's head. Oh god, Sarah, that's just really unnerving. It's unnerving that you have these, and that you're. Well, my mom told me that she was going to throw them away, so I hid them at their house. <laughs> so um, there, there is so <laughs> much being unwrapped right now. And and unraveled with this. It's so yeah, many see, Vicky said strange things. Those, oh, wait. All right. Little you ears. You hid them but, at their yeah. house because you were mad. They wanted to give you back your baby teeth. I thought that, yeah. I know. The tooth fairy took them, and then my parents stole them back oh, and then put wow. them into that canister. Uh, as it's being noted in the chat, uh, Jacob said, nope, this isn't fucking weird at all. And then John said, uh, this isn't getting less creepy. Uh <gasps> Oh, that's a really good point. So we do have our dentist friend that uh, came on the show. I can ask. What him. does he want with your teeth, though? I don't know. I can ask. You're him what gonna I just do give with him. Them? Here's my baby teeth. Maybe he Keep could use them, them as a display. What or something? What? Why would someone want to display? Does your anybody teeth? else keep their baby teeth? I've never heard of anyone. Oh. Huh. I really don't know. Yeah. Is that just something I throw away in the garbage and then that's it? I think I. I don't. I don't know. But as you said, there's some tendencies, so I'm wondering if this is like a nostalgia tendency that was the reason that these were All right, so around. Jacob in the chat is saying, I'd love to take them off of your hands, Sarah. Please, please give me your baby teeth. Okay, all right. So you can bring them to Jacob. Yeah, I know. That's a little odd. I'll actually see them later today if you want me to drop them off. Okay, them. well, I told you I hid them in Bremerton. Oh, that's <laughs> I told my mom. Like, that wait, so why would you do that? Because I have a, there's the spare bedroom that I stay in because the house that my parents live in now, I never lived in. Um, in high school, like they moved, they uh, moved out of this really classy area that we lived in in Bremerton. I'm just gonna say we're, we used to live in this place called Parkwood East. Oh no! Everybody's gonna know you lived in Parkwood oh, no. East. Oh, if you ever go to Bremerton, oh, no. and you see Parkwood East, you'll see what what I'm talking about. It is not the most glamorous neighborhood. Okay. And uh, yeah, so they lived there when I was in in high school and college. So like basically the room that I have at my parents' house, I live, you know, I sleep on a fold out bed in the spare bedroom with like the a few amount of clothes that my parents have allowed to stay in my stay there, and then like a wooden trunk full of some of like my old pictures and stuff, and then my baby teeth that I've hidden somewhere in that room. Oh, so my mom won't throw them away. So strange. You get stranger by the day. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about something totally normal uh, after that, because I don't know what else to say about your baby teeth other than. You should use them for some kind of purpose. I can bring them into the studio and we can use them as a maraca, like no. as joke punchlines. Absolutely I can shake not. A hundred percent no. That is the weirdest, creepiest. And it, gets, it gets worse. It keeps getting worse. No, Sarah, that's so unnerving. Aren't you curious to see them, though? You should uh, make a scavenger hunt with your teeth or something. They're very tiny, though. Yeah. And we can put them inside of things. Uh, then they're a prize for our next listener event. I don't think anybody wants my teeth as a prize. Somebody walked off with a bag of your old acrylic nails. Somebody will take your <laughs> teeth. 
I, I guarantee somebody will take those teeth. Don't a lot of normal people like save things that have been taken out of their bodies. Like I remember, I want to hear your justify justification. No, my mom had gallstones, uh-huh. and she had those taken out, and she had them in a little container, and she showed them to us. Oh my god! Why? Why not? Because it's so. Oh no! No, I'm well, but I'm also I have weird things about that stuff. So uh, admittedly, I get very squeamish about that kind of thing. But no, no, I do not want to see anyone's gallbladder. When it's taken out, uh, I do. No, not it wasn't a gallbladder; it was gallstones. Gallstones. I don't want to see anybody's gallstones. I'm I'm good on that. I do not want to see that. I don't want to see anybody's teeth. I'm perfectly fine. But that's yeah, all right. All, so Greg's perfectly normal. All right. So now so we've gone on the Sarah crazy train. Greg, why don't you tell me about Let's your grand talk idea? About something normal here. This is what I'm talking about. My grand idea for a new television show filmed here in Portland. So this all started. This all started a few days ago when I changed my profile picture to one of when we went on the Bigfoot cruise. And so I, I was, your boat selfie, Greg? I don't post that many pictures of myself and I'm very self-conscious about it and this is why because Sarah shames me about it everything. It is so weird cuz Greg is simultaneously like one of the most weirdly confident people I know when it comes to just ridiculous shit and also is the easiest person to be like, "Oh, you look a little weird in that picture." I'd be like, "It never existed." Delete. And then like delete, burn the <laughs> copies, burn it down. Yes. That's 100% true. That is absolutely true. Uh, so, yes, I posted a picture of myself on a boat, and it, I had the headphones on. You should own Stop being insecure about it. It's a good picture. I'm not insecure. It was a good – You yeah. sound like you're insecure about it. You're insecure. Oh, so that was a good one. Uh, so I posted this picture. But anyway, it's it's of me with headphones on and a hat, and then um, the river's behind me because I'm on the boat, because I'm on the cruise. It was a lot of fun. So I'll take I, a screen. I'll, I'll attach that picture to this episode. Greg. Okay. All right. But I'll, but I'll insert, like, a picture. I'll make you have, like, little teeny, like, creepy baby teeth on it. Please do not. That's so <laughs> unnerving. So I posted that. And then uh, Pete, um, a friend, a co-worker at uh, Digital Trends here, he wrote – uh, is the is this the promo pick for your new Portland-based CBS crime series where you play a down-on-the-luck but heart-of-gold private detective named Will, short for Willamette, uh, currents where all of your crimes are inexplicably solved by a motorboat? So I'm looking at it. I'm like, it does kind of look like a promo for something. But I countered because I believe I came up with possibly the best idea for a television show based in Portland that has ever happened. But you took the idea of making it a television show from, from yes. poor Pete. Yes. And his idea just wasn't good enough. It was. It was a garbage (laughs) idea. Well, no, it's not a garbage idea. It was a great idea. But I was like, I can punch this up and make it even better. And so this is what I did. So so looking at this, here's what I wrote. I said, close. I was leaning more toward a former engineering whiz from a top secret group within the CIA who developed a high-end, super-fast boat, which he stole to keep away from bad characters. This is the start of it. So there's a there's a little bit of inspiration for this. I have to ask you, do you know what Airwolf is? Isn't that like the werewolf like basketball player? Dumb. Oh my god, are you kidding me? No, Airwolf, Sarah. Oh, that was Teen Wolf. That's Teen Wolf. <laughs> well, there's um, Teen Wolf and there's Air Bud. Neither of those have anything to do with this. Well, I wasn't confusing Air Bud. Well, it I never sounded saw like Air it. Bud. I bet you lo- really loved Air Bud. I did not watch Air Bud. I'm not an Air Bud watcher. Yeah, I bet between Air Bud and like Free Willy, you were just watching those like back and back, back to back all the time. Uh, I was never a Free Willy person. I had no, a... I, no, neither was I. Mm-hmm. I also was not a Free Willy person. Okay. No, I'm glad Willy is free. All right, but... Airwolf. Is it a boat? No. 
Guess what Airwolf is. That's a... I don't know, a, a monster truck. It's No. No, is it's it a not person? a monster truck. No, it's not a person. Oh, my gosh. How do you not know what Airwolf... Airwolf is this. Airwolf was a television show in the 1980s which revolved around a very high-end, sophisticated helicopter that was stolen and then, uh, and then used to fight bad guys. And there was a guy by the name of... Yeah, it's being written in the chat. The, the lead character's name was Stringfellow Hawk. Stringfellow? Stringfellow Hawk. That was his first name? Yeah, I believe That's so. That's a weird name. Yeah, Stringfellow Hawk, who was the pilot of Airwolf, and then he had his buddies with him who would help him out, and then every now and then he'd have to bring that, the helicopter was like in hiding, and you have to get it out and go shoot up some people. And yeah, uh, Jan Michael Vincent was, you know who that is? Probably. Okay, well, that, that was Stringfellow Hawk anyway. Uh, there's a whole train with Jam and Michael Vincent. You can go down. But that's, uh, that's what it was about. And so there's a little bit of inspiration from there. So this top secret boat that I would have would be, you know, kind of an homage to it. But it's a top secret boat that I stole from the CIA. And it's super fast. And then it, like, like it, it, uh, it folds down so it looks like a normal speedboat. But it's a super fancy speedboat. So, like, I drive by and, like, you know, chicks are like, whoa, look at that speedboat. And so anyway, that's part of it. Yeah, I can tell you, like, I've never looked at some dude in a speedboat going, wow, look at that speedboat. Well, you don't know what you're missing I mean, maybe out I'm on. not a boat person, but also I've never, like, tried to look at a hot guy on a boat. <laughs> well, in my show, this is how the world works. So that goes on. Now, here's the other part. So continuing on. So I stole the boat to keep it away from bad characters. Now he hides along the Columbia, helping good people get out of jams. So he hides the boat. He's got a secret, like, layer on the Columbia River because he's got to get that boat in there because the CIA is still looking for him. But he can go out and he can, like, change the colors on it and all kinds of things. So it'll blend like in. painting it or is it, like, a hypercolor kind of thing? Mm, hypercolor kind of thing. Working in extra tech. So he can have camouflage. Yes! I love it, Sarah. You're welcome. So he can have camouflage so he can change different colors all the time. And it'll be like, well, we're looking for a red boat. Did you see it go by? Like, I don't know. I'm just here in my blue boat. And then, boom, they're gone. And then I look, look at the camera and wink a little bit. I do that sometimes. So, so uh, I'm on the Columbia hiding this boat out, helping good people get out of jams because I keep getting drugged back into this stuff. But I can't help it when a good person's down. I want to help them out because there's all kinds of – and this is all in the Columbia River here based out of Portland. So the Columbia River. And there's all kinds of, like, drug lords and, like, mafia types, like, each week, each like, episode. really or, like, on the show? Well, on the show. Oh, okay. I don't know. They probably are for real, too. So so on the show, like, each week, I know somebody who's, like, you know, getting roughed up by the mafia types. Like, you owe us money to keep this uh, place going. You know, and I have my favorite boat shack that I go to. Oh, do you go to Astoria? That seems like that would be a good place to go up to. That's a special episode. We're, we're not to the special episode point yet. Oh. Are I'll you going to tell, like, you, you also have episodes, like, to tell kids not to do drugs and stuff? Uh, that's implied in it because I'm taking down drug kingpins and mafia types. Of course you but are. Every time you take one down, another one pops right up. That's why I'll be here to help the good the good people when they're down or something like that. So the, so I, I drive my boat around, you know, and I'm blended in like a normal person. I, I'm undercover. And I have my favorite boat shack that I go to. It's where I fill up my gas. And then there's uh, Chet who works behind there and he serves me beers. He's a little surly. He's always wearing overalls, but he's a good dude. You but know. he gets you. He gets me. Yeah. So does Chet. Now, on the other part of this, so continuing on, I also have a team of good-hearted misfits that help me out. So good-hearted misfits that know what I do, and they'll come to my aid when I need them. Not unlike the A-team. 
So there's that aspect. And all of this happens. What's their name? Are they like the G team? No, we're gonna we're gonna get to casting that. And this is where I think there could be a role in somewhere I'm in here good. for you. So there's also this. While I'm doing that, I also have um my my live in girlfriend who I have to keep my dangerous secret from because she doesn't know about it. She just thinks I'm like like, you know, I'll go, like, and uh, rescue all these people from the drug mafia and everything, and then I'll get home, and I'll, like, track mud in. She'll be like, you just sit around here all day tracking mud into this house. I cleaned it. And I'll be yeah, like, she sounds really you're naggy, right. You don't have to make her naggy. I did track some mud in the house. I'll get it. And then, no. And then, and then do you wink at the camera? Yep. A lot of winking at the camera, I think. I, I, this is going to be that kind of show. Like, one of those. And so, so this is that's what it is. So it's a little bit of Airwolf, a little bit of A Team, a little bit of maybe some Magnum PI thrown in there, all mixed up on a river, in, um, in in Portland. And the name of this show, River Dogs. Boom. Isn't that River an Dogs? Otter. What? No. Uh, well, I don't know. Isn't that what they're called? Or what they're called River Dogs? Yeah. That's well, that's fine. The show is called River Dogs because it all takes place on the river. And uh, and that's that's the name of the team, the River Dogs. And then we go around solving crimes. You would watch that show. I absolutely wouldn't. You'd love um, it. When, Questions. What do you think that your name would be? Um, I've done some thinking about that, and I, I don't have it 100% nailed down. So if you have a suggestion, um, uh, le- let me know. I mean – this is your show. Right. And you already came up with the name. Like you could if you are an actor, yes. as you have claimed to be. I have I have my ideas, but I I'm presenting this to you. I'm allowing you to take part in this. No, that's I appreciate that. But I also Because there know, could like, be a role in it for you. I don't want one. Uh well, I mean I think there's gonna be a role in it. Are you incorporate like Stringfellow into yours? No, Stringfellow is not gonna be part of this. I can't come directly take that. Um What about like um Ropeman? No, that's not really gonna work. There's, there's got to be something something in there. Um, maybe, ooh, it's got to be something. Well, you want to be like the bad boy of the boats, right? Yeah, kind of a bad boy of the boats. A boating bad boy? Yeah, a boating bad boy uh, is definitely some of it. Uh, and, you know, I'm, a, I'm kind of like a, yeah, a boating bad boy, but, a, you know, kind of a lo- lovable character at the same time. I was involved in seeing because I'm an engineering type. So I'm always coming up. Working in a little bit of MacGyver too. I always come up with different engineering ways that I can improve the boat. Like each week, we'll have something new. So you I also irritate have a, everybody trying to do their jobs for them mm, when you have like no business whatsoever doing so. I mean, you know, there's a little bit of social aspects that go into it. So we work in some social anxieties into into my character. It's a very deep character, and and there's definitely that aspect to it as well. Uh, but yeah, I think that would that would certainly be part of it. I All mean, right. this is this is a brilliant show. I don't understand why you're not paying attention. I am paying attention. Um, I am excited for you. It feels like it really has been the project that you've been looking for. Well, let me tell you, for my gang of misfits, for River Dogs, we are in need of a lady. So, Sarah, I'm proposing that there could be a character for you in River Dogs, that you could possibly be, you know, you would be um, the mechanic. You'd be a mechanic for this this role. And you'd be, you know, tough, but, but at the fair. same tough but fair. And I would have like, like we have like a, um, like a rapport, but not like one that's like flirty or going. Somewhere. No, it's not like that. It's a, no, yeah. that's no, Just like we're no, equals. God, no, no, no. That's not going to be part of it. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you're you're a mechanic. Like you're good at at your stuff. I'm good at come up with stuff, but you can build it for me. Yes, because you build it for me because you work in the shack. You were I work in the shack. What? 
well, in my secret shack where I had where I had it. Oh no, that's the. Boat I don't want to live in like your. Yeah, you live in my garage. Sasquatch woods. No, you no. live in my garage. Yeah, you've got a you've got a a room above my garage that you live in, and that's then because so you're always because all you want to do is work on boats. I don't want boats. to do that because <laughs> it's top secret. You can't talk to anybody else. So you just kind of hang out there and you know do that, and then you. That sounds like a really sad, lonely life that I don't want. <laughs> you, you drink beer. No, my only fulfillment is like to try and help uh-huh. you on your shitty missions. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you know you do. You also help other people sometimes too. Uh, you Greg, work on take my... a look in the chat really quick. Uh, in the chat, I where? think I found uh, the cover for your show. Like in what can, chat? In our chat, in the in the Fun Employment Radio FERSC chat. Uh, Ready? Okay. All right, let me take a look here. I'm refreshing the page right now. Oh, I'll take a look. So, is this something that's going to end up being on? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get it pulled up. I'll get it pulled up here in a second. Okay. And I'll be able to see what it is that you're that you're trying to present to me. What I don't like can the you way that you're smiling, and laughing. No, I cannot see it. <laughs> my, my computer is being uh, rather slow. So it's not pulled up yet. It does look like you're a real man of the river. Oh, jeez. Okay, so you've just fo- you spent this entire time during the show photoshopping baby teeth into my face. That is not. <laughs> that is not cool. That's not. What that's supposed to look. Oh my god. That is so disturbing. <laughs> Find a better use of your time. What by listening to you talk about your show? Yes. River Dogs. I was trying to offer you a great role, a great character on there. There could even be spinoff potential. Shelby. Your name is Shelby I, on it. Shelby? Yep. There's nothing wrong with Shelby, but I really don't feel like Shelby, Shelby. the mechanic. Yeah, you're Shelby the boat Shelby mechanic. Shelby the boat mechanic? And you have your own shop. That's it. I'm taking it, taking it different. You still live in it, by the way. You still live in your shop because you're just trying to make it work. But uh, Shelby's- Aren't we all? <laughs> Shelby's Boatorama. That's what you call your place. Shelby's Boatorama. Shelby's Boatorama. That's what it's that's the name of it. Shelby's Boatorama and that's where you fix it. Why don't boats. we do something like like sassy like Shelly uh Shelby's motorboating? No, Shelby's not in. Shelby's not into Shelby's that. Shelby's kind of sassy and she she's she sassy owns but her, she's not into that. No, no, she she owns her own sense of humor. She, that's not good for network TV. No, we're not doing that. This is oh, this is wow. this is a lot of people are going to be watching this. No, Shelby's Boatorama. And then, you know, you, you have your boats in there and you're always repairing them. And then uh, I come in and you're like, oh, not again. What, what are you, do you want this time? What are you up to this time? I told you. What's my name? Robert? Snake. Robert Snake. Um, ooh, it's got to be something water themed. Ooh. No, what was the name of the? Ooh, I like snake. No, 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 I'm no, no, a fan no. of snake. What was the name Sarah, of that? Um, that Bigfoot, that whistling one. What? Do you remember that when we were reading all about the Bigfoot oh, lore? Oh yeah, but I don't remember what it was. But you should have one of the like the last names that's like you know because you're like one with the mountains and with the water. I think like having more of like. Okay, a not slight... snake. Snake may not be the right no, name. Snake for is it. really stupid. Okay, I'm fine. I'm I'm work on this. Ooh, uh, let's see. Water. It's got to be something, something like a like hammer. Hammer's you not bad. You always use hammer. Hammer's not too bad. Like that would be pretty good, uh, because I got my nickname because I uh, because I loved MC Hammer or something. No, I got to work on this. I'm sorry. This is why it's a work in progress. But it's still River Dogs is the name of the show. Throw, throw out a couple other ideas. Let me hear what you got. Well, I think that you have Gator. To... Oh, Gator's a good one. But there aren't really Gators out in, in the Columbia. No, there's not. But uh, still, that's not a bad one. Okay, Gator, uh, let's think. 
Sturgeon, no. The Midnight Whistler. Wolfclaw? That's what it was called. Oh, that's right. Wolfclaw. Was that what I... I did call myself that one time. Wolfclaw. Greg. What? Midnight Whistler. The Midnight Whistler. No, I'm not going to be a Midnight Whistler. That's amazing. And then when you're sneaking up on people, you'd be like... No, now it's turning me into a serial killer. Midnight Whistler could be one of my enemies, though. Could be somebody I have to hunt, I have to hunt down. That's an episode. All right. What about how about all of That's your enemies? Episode. Like for at least each season has a different like genre of enemies. Like the first one can be all Bigfoot themed. No. Like for no. Some, like you fight you, the midnight midnight whistler. You fight the grass man. No, the midnight whistler is a dude who's the midnight whistler could even be like a recurring character throughout the series, building is up. It I'm talking be about like third season, like your Q from uh, Star Trek: Next Generation. Could be a little bit like that. Yeah, where yeah. Like he pops in and out, uh-huh. and he's always there. But I've never been able to get, catch him. No, no, no. But he's always there, and you like defeat him. But you like, no, not he's not ever supernatural. Really. He's not supernatural. Well, I'm not saying he's supernatural. No, but he's like my constant. And then like third season is where I finally. Catch up to him, and that's like the the epicenter. So everyone's like, just oh my gosh, the third season, yeah. it's Midnight Whistler, and then we get together and we kind of team up for a little bit because we have to, and then we go our separate ways. And I get him in jail, but it's just hinted that he might have just escaped. Like at the very closing scene, he's in jail, but then you just see like a shirt on the ground. And you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Boom, because he was already gone. Wow. The Midnight Whistler escaped to to terrorize once again, and then see the, season seven at the very end of this. That's when they wrap it back up. It's going seven seasons. Is what we're talking that's about here. That's very ambitious for somebody who doesn't even know his name yet. Yeah, show. I know. I, I really need to get that name. Shade, no, Shades has already been taken. That's a good one, though. I really like Shades. Um, okay, so oh, it's got to be something about engineering. Taken. It's got to be something engineering-wise. Um, so it's got to be something along those lines. The Wrench? No, not The Wrench. That's not a good name either. Boy, I'm having a hard, real hard time coming up with these names. But that's what we can use. have people help us out with. Let's see. I'm looking at this. So I found a Reddit subthread called Engineering Nicknames. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. So someone called him Sparkies. Sparky? No, I don't want to be Sparky. Gearhead? No. No, that's not good. Um. <laughs> Jacob's suggesting, I believe, another villain, Dr. Spindle. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Spindle could maybe worked in there. There's got to be, though, the, the drug mafia king, because this is why I have so many different villains I can go after. The, dr- the drug kingpin, the mafia guy, you know, there's all kinds of recurring people that can be in this. Not you again, Bruno. And then I'll... One of them definitely has to be Bruno. One of them's definitely Bruno. Yeah, Bruno is certainly going to be it. Why, am, why is my name not coming to me? It's just not... Because I feel like you haven't really fully formulated, like, what you want this to be. Well, no, I think I, I've worked it out pretty well right here on the show, you know, just in front of us, you know, what just happened. Torque. Torque. Torque That's Nibbler. pretty good. Torque. Taylor Torque. Taylor Torque. Taylor Torque. Taylor Torque. Taylor Torque. Mm, that sounds more like a band guy. Tommy Tor- Tom Torque. No. Tommy Torque. No. No. Taylor. Uh, Taylor's good, though. I like Taylor. Or they could just call you Torque. Torque. What up, Torque? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, Torque. I like that. That's my nickname. It's Torque. But my real name is Taylor. Oh, Mr. Jenky has Taylor baby teeth torque. No, that's not really going to work out. That's, that's perfect. That's not how that works. Torque. That is how that yeah, works. Yeah, torque is a good one. All right, there it is. Uh, somebody gets a writing credit in there. A small one. A very small uh, Maybe a walk-on credit. role? Uh, maybe, yeah. Jacob, he could play one of the mafia dudes. Like, no, he could play me. one of the mafia guy enforcers. Like, hey, get out of here, torque. 
And then, and then I run around, and then he trips, he trips on himself and falls. Can down we have one steps. episode where people are protesting you and they say, "Torx a dork, Torx a dork"? I don't like that at all. Torx a dork. Somebody's talking themselves out of the role of Shelby. Is what's oh, happening right no. now? Oh no! Anything but that. Shelby's Bodorama. Don't take that away. You would be a fan favorite. I mean, people would all be like, yeah, go Shelby. Well, everyone's going to be a fan favorite except for you because you're just going to be so irritated. Tork? No, everybody loves Tork. Tork's a dork. Tork is not a dork. Tork's a dork. God dang it. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do appreciate your show. Jacob asked if he gets a trench coat. Does he want to be a flasher or something? No, he wants to be the Midnight Whistler, I think. Oh. <laughs> That's a different kind of role. We're not going there. This is we're network, not, we're not going this is network television. No. <laughs> that does sound like what a Midnight Whistler is, though, now. <laughs> not a fucking Midnight Whistler's back oh, in the neighborhood God, again. Like, can you hear him whistling before he's don't like, oh, look, God, don't look at him. Do not look. He He'll just wants whistling. you to pay attention to him. I'm not going to look. Seriously, as as a person, when you walk down the street, as a lady, like, you learn how to not look when whistling. When you hear a whistle, just do that. Yeah. Just never look. Don't I never look, look at, at a whistle. the midnight whistler. Never look at the midnight whistler. If you hear that, just keep going your way. All he wants you to do is look. That's, that's what it does it for him. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun and Blubbit Radio. <laughs> Tuck, um, bye, everybody. Regular time tomorrow. Regular time tomorrow.